Gape of Cthulhu presents Flames of Freedom, the Sin Eater. So the setting, yeah, it's in the uh, the Revolutionary War, seventeen seventy five through seventeen eighty three. Generally, is uh, or the um, the years uh, we like to say it's seventeen seventy six in America, um, but uh, that's when the Declaration of Independence was fully signed. So uh, that's the. Um, the the time frame of it, I mean, I have plenty of seeds from the colonial Gothic, which is what this game system was beforehand, from the French and Indian War and uh, some stuff that happened afterwards. So, you know, basically it's just colonial era of Americans and um, uh, other settlers or whatnot uh, or indigenous peoples um, fighting against the supernatural. So, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, most of the stuff is just reminders. The knockout blows, uh, I like to do those if a character is surprised. And if so, you only, it's automatic success is one hit point damage. Just throwing that out there. Um, we talked about spending luck. Um, Okay, one thing I keep seeing over and over again, it's just a little thing, again, you know, rules-wise, is uh, I keep hearing and seeing, and I was talking to Jonathan about this uh, because he ran the, um, the uh, French Revolution stuff for us. And, uh, yeah, muskets and flintlocks, because they're smooth barrels, are notoriously very inaccurate. So I've just kind of moved the ranges down as far as, uh, you know, the normal range is normal to hit. It's just smaller, and then you get a penalty range at long, and then extreme, you get two. Those are just shorter. But let's see. Oh, words and weapons is a new rule as well. Um, this is one they have in there as one of the normal attacks, um, which I thought was kind of neat and also was very um, apropos for uh, kind of heroic battle-type stuff. So you can use that as a um, as an attack, and uh, if you're you can do it before battle, like gather around, lads, they've got us on the ropes, blah blah blah, and kind of inspire if you have successful any type of um, social role. If you have successful social role, you could give uh, you and your uh, compatriots a bonus die, or if you know you're the people you're fighting or within hearing and you have a successful intimidate, you can maybe give them a, um, a penalty die uh, on a hard success or better is what I thought would make it uh, kind of reasonable as opposed to, you know, everybody just kind of yelling back and forth and throwing those things um, back. But I thought that was kind of a neat rule, words as weapons. Um, so let's see, here we are, Twist of Fate coins. It allows you to spend luck on your dice rolls. The Twist of Fate coins do um, be certain death. Uh, instead of dying, you'll wind up with zero hit points and uh, just be there and recover eventually. Um, let's see. You can also spend luck to avoid unconsciousness like you usually do in the COC rules to, uh, to stay awake. Um, 
Oh, here's one that I thought would be neat. Um, allow for some sort of preparedness or fortuitousness. One of the actual plays I was listening to, um, a guy was setting up an ambush and um, he and his friends were there and, you know, muskets are single fire weapons. You fire them and it takes four rounds to reload because you have to do the black powder and the cartridge and the ramrod and all that stuff. Um, but uh, he spent a coin and he did. There's a scene early on in the movie, The Patriot, where uh, there's kind of an ambush and uh, it's a father and his kids trying to rescue one of his older sons. And he sets a bunch of uh, loaded muskets around throughout the trees. So he'd fire one and then run to a different tree and fire another one. So he wouldn't have to reload. So anyway, that's if you use a coin, you can do something like that. So. Um, Yeah, any uh, any questions or even suggestions to what I've uh, put out there that might work better? The UG was pretty yes, telling. Just one. <laughs> so it's very, <laughs> it's yeah, very straightforward, like <laughs> no, Call no, of Cthulhu, right? It's what? I'm sorry, say again, Randall. Straightforward, like Call of Cthulhu, and then with some adjustments, pretty much. Yes, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly, yeah. Yeah, everything pretty much in... Um, uh, Flames of Freedom. It uh, it's like Call of Cthulhu, but crunchier and uh, just kind of a pain. It seems to me. Um, so I thought, you know, well, Call of Cthulhu does that better. Like they have three different systems. They have um, a combat uh, or combat actions. They have social combat rules. They have overland travel rules. They have uh, different tracks for damage, physical. And peril, which is almost, you know, basically sanity and hit points and stuff and whatever. It just, it just gets complicated and it's much smoother and I think much better um, as Call of Cthulhu, the seventh head, BRP. So, yeah. Okay, is everybody ready? Any other questions, comments? I'm ready. Sure. Ready. All right. All right. Were you recording, Jim? We are, yes. All right. All right. So it's January in 1776. Um, the hostilities have finally broken out between the colonials in America and the British red redcoats. Um, you are a group of investigators working in league with the rebels, the colonials. And you received a letter from Henry Jones, who's a mysterious revolutionary benefactor of yours. One of his spies, who goes by the name Miriam, was dispatched to Boston carrying an important object of power that the leaders in the besieged city badly need. But she never arrived in Boston. You must find out what happened to Miriam. You've been dispatched to Trenton, New Jersey in the middle of winter. Finding Miriam in Trenton should be easy. The village is small and Miriam is quite striking, a tall red-haired woman of English and indigenous descent. During your travels to Trenton, you met a few locals who helped guide you in. There was a precocious boy named Billy Townsend who broke off outside town to go home before dark. A kindly Quaker named Livingston Hobb who took his leave as well, heading off to walk his dog before he got to town. And finally, you were led, you left with the young townsfolk John and Margaret Greenwood, and they dropped you off at the Fish and Fin Tavern on your way in as you arrived at dusk. 
this seems like as good a place as any to start your your investigations for the rebel spy. So as each can of I, you step through the door. Question? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, if she was sent to Boston, why are we in Trenton? She had to go along this way. Okay. She okay. never made it to Boston from uh, wherever it was that they, they sent her off. So we, and, uh, okay. So we know she was headed to Boston. She started from somewhere we don't know where, and mm. we assume that whatever path she was taking to get to Boston had to go through Trenton. Yes. So exactly. we're starting here. Okay. So you're starting here, yeah. So as each of you, curious logic, <laughs> but that's what we're left with. Um, so, yeah, so as each of you step through the door to the Fish and Fin Tavern, why don't you uh, introduce yourselves, describe your characters, and uh, give us an idea of what you'll be doing when you step in. Sure. So I am... Red Bonnie, that's what they call me. I am a freebooter. I smuggle a little bit here. I run blockades a little bit there for whoever will pay the best. I'll figure out which side I'm on later. Right now, there's money to be made. Uh, Red Bonnie is uh, tall, lean, very fashionably dressed, uh, green eyes, brunette, uh, usually with a big smile. Uh, and when Red Bunny comes into the whatever with the, the fish and, fish and chips place, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I see fish oh, and chip, fish and fin. For some reason, I get fish and chips stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she will call out, or sorry, they will call out to uh, the assembled masses. Greetings all, Red Bonnie is here to raise your spirits. Ale so, and fish, bring them all for me and my friends. <laughs> so, uh, very nice, very nice. It is a, it's a crowded tavern as you step in. It was, uh, you know, kind of smells of... Uh, Fine food, um, body odor, and kind of stale ale, and it's uh, pretty crowded. People are kind of talking quietly. They turn to look at you as you make your uh, your announcement. Some of you kind of nod, give a praising, uh, or some of them give you an appraising nod. Others kind of uh, and go back to their plate. But uh, you can see a uh, a place to sit over there, and. Uh, the man behind the bar who is uh, kind of wiping down the counter turns to look at you and uh, comes your direction. While he's on his way over, why don't we have uh, the, the next person come in? Well, I'll say that uh, Gideon King comes in, an aging black man uh, who seems to be more he comes across as very honest, and he seems to be more in tune with animals than with people. Um, he, when he walks in, he basically looks rather apprehensive at all the people dressed in very much outdoor gear, a um, couple of hatchets 
in his bell and he basically looks around and wanders across. Wanders across. Uh, well, do we know? Um, uh, sorry, Miss, uh, we are all working together, aren't we? Yes, you're all uh, well known. You've worked together before. Uh, uh, you're well, also, um, although it is not, some places it's scoffed at by those uh, oh, entranced by, by, by science and the age of reason. Other places and the darker places the, um, around the country, it is, uh, you know, that things, supernatural things are taken as a given. But uh, you know them all to be real and your mysterious yeah. benefactor uh, has uh, sent you on missions before, Henry Jones. So, so if I see uh, Red Bonnie in there and I know her, then I'll basically head to, to where she is. I assume we're all traveling together. We just together, enter taverns yeah. individually for maximum yes. dramatic effect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, then I'll head across. That's what I was trying to work out. Um, I'll head across to where Red Bonnie is then. Sounds sitting. good. Okay, who steps in next? I can go next. Veronica Rocher, or Rocher, how do you pronounce that in French? Rocher. Um, let's call it, let's say Rocher. Sounds, <laughs> Veronica Rocher. Um, she is actually the officer in charge of this small group. Um, average um, height. Um, kind of a stocky build. And one of the uh, things that scare people the most, other than her strong leadership skills and her, her courage, is the unblinking blue eyes. Um, I use a very near shave um, hair. You know, I, sometimes we need to, to pass as a, as a man in this difficult lens, and uh, something that is not going to be very difficult for me to role play tonight is a persistent cough. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, you know, obviously when I see Red Rabbit uh, coming in, I just call her so we can share the table with all our other members. Over here, Bonnie. Sounds good. Yeah, there's Already a uh, sitting and and drinking some beer. <laughs> Sounds good. So then Mercedes Duran comes in, and Mercedes Duran, I hope I'm saying it right, is fervently religious, and she claims to channel the power of God. Um, she believes she has deep knowledge of God through prophecies of Moses. Um, and she really believes that, she really deeply believes this. And uh, she's um, a slight of stature with a stocky build um she has long wavy hair and purple birthmarks um 
she comes in next, I come in and I head over to the table too. Excellence, excellence. And uh, uh, I believe I our, go sorry, ahead. Sorry, Steve, I've just forgot to mention one thing is that uh, Gideon King is actually missing his left hand as well. I hope it's not your drinking hand. No. Good, good. Okay, um, we have uh, our dear magistrate, Archibald. Rachel's here, right? I'm sorry, I'm not uh, on Skype. She's no, not we, here. Are, we, are, we are Rachel free. Ah, all right. It's okay, Archibald. You don't need to talk up right now. <laughs> we know who you are. We know who you are. He's a little under the weather, too. So he's uh, <clears throat> maybe worse to wear from the, uh, from the cold. I'm sure the fine folks in the tavern don't particularly care for a magistrate at the moment. So <laughs> perhaps don't introduce yourself to him. He kind of pulls his cloak around him and huddles in on the far side of the, uh, of the booth from you. And he kind of leans across and maybe starts taking a nap. Um, so yeah, the bartender steps on up and he says, how are you? Seem like a, a lively bunch. I'm William Stacy. This is my place, Fish and Fin Tavern. What do you have? Which is better, the fish or the fin? Oh, the fins come off the fish and then it tastes delicious. It's not an answer. <laughs> I just pull the ale. I'll have to ask my wife. Which would you prefer? I'll have Whatever the fin. she gives you, the fin. Very well. And the rest of you takes some orders and drinks and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I will order something for dinner as well. Sounds good. Whatever, whatever Bonnie's handling. We've got a. Fine fish stew, I think, where you can get the fish and the fin, all for the same lovely price. Fresh, fresh fish. I like yeah. that. I'll have the stew. Excellent, excellent. How about you, lady? Yeah, he'll, he'll, uh, unless, uh, Anybody wants to stop him or or anything special? He'll take your orders and saunter on off. Drinks and stew around all the way around. As he goes off, you're left to sit there amongst yourselves. Kind of hear the <clears throat> the sort of low mutterings and there's a table over there that's getting a little rowdy. People have had a, a bit to drink, kind of roaring a little bit and. Yeah, nice crowd in here tonight. Innkeeper, a good man. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Come back. Wonderful here. stew. No, oh, well, thank you, thank you. As I said, my wife. Yale, I've right? had better. A Yale, I've had better. Oh, but it will oh. do. It will do. You have to uh, have to blame that John Adams. He uh, he sends it out every month or so. We can't get rid of the stuff. Well, perhaps if it was not watered down quite so much. As I say, we only get it once a month. 
It'll give you a little little nudge with a wink. <laughs> Tell me, my good man. We're looking for a friend of ours. Mm, you don't say. English lass, tall, ginger. Mm hmm. Uh, hmm. Well, this is a good place for uh for traveling folk to stop by on the way. Um hmm. English lass. Uh, psychology? Would have passed through here some number of days ago that I can't be bothered to figure out. Ah, ah I see. I see it. Uh, I can't quite remember someone by that, an English lass. Um, I, I just barely fail psychology. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's... He's scratching his head and looking. Just, just bunny, or we can all all roll for psychology. You can all roll. He's standing there. Okay. Let me roll. In that bunny, maybe had too many beers already. <laughs> uh, that is a pass. Okay. Okay. So, um, so, uh. Any of those, any of you who pass, um, Veronica, for sure, um, will notice that he, yeah, he seems generally uh, not sure. He's a little bit of a, um, but that doesn't surprise you too much. He seems a little bit of a, uh, um, you know, can, had his head in the clouds a little bit, always worried about something else there. You know, as you're speaking to him, there are pots banging in the back, and it sounds like a spill and a curse. And uh, he really, it's, he's genuine. He's not hiding anything from you, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I, excuse me, I, I, I have to go. I have to go. I'll, I'll check on you in, I'll check on you in a few moments. Please enjoy the food. You know, kind of hustle to the back. So this is, there's like a bunch of people. It's kind of a raucous place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People are talking, having fun, having a good yeah. evening. Yeah, Trenton's a okay. small place, but this is like the yeah. big public place that they come to. So yeah, there's a fire going and sure. different types of people here and there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, Red Bonnie will stand up and walk to in front of the fireplace. Walk <laughs> to in front of the fireplace. Walk in front of the fireplace. <clears throat> and stand and stand there in all their glory. Raise their arms. Good people of Trenton, Red Bonnie here. You have their have attention. Have any of you, have any of you seen a tall, striking English lass with fiery red hair some number of days ago that I still can't be bothered to figure out? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has, your choice. A prayer for your soul from our good brasher, or a free press from our good magistrates. <laughs> they say, hear, hear. And uh, they kind of look around and you kind of hear some, you hear some, uh, some calls. He's talking about the herb woman, isn't he? And there's kind of a laugh. It's like, no, no, she never stays around long enough. What about, uh, what about Mrs. Castle up the street? She's red hair, isn't she? Well, she's been here the whole time, hasn't she? Finally, someone stands up kind of farther back. And he says, I, 
I saw her. She was here two weeks ago. And everyone kind of turns and looks at him. And she says, come, to, come over. Buy my, buy my a drink, and I'll tell you all about her. He sits Excellent, good man. I'll walk over to him. Okay. So you pull up a, uh, a stool. He says, um, <clears throat> where, where, where is he sitting? Is He's sitting. Go ahead. Table with more people or? Um, yeah, these are all kind of roundish tables. He's sitting by himself over there, but you can certainly pull up some chairs and gather around if you like. Steve? Yes. Um, I want to basically stay at our table and I'm going to be watching people as they go, as they're talking to him. I'm going to be watching for anybody acting strange or just suddenly darting out, you know, mm -hmm. since we are looking for a rebel spy. Right. I got you. I got you. Why don't you roll me a spot hidden? Thirty-one, which I think should be a success. Yes, normal success. Okay, you keep an eye on the room. Let's hold on to that for a moment. You don't see anything yep. particularly suspicious at the moment, as everyone else kind of pulls their chairs up. <clears throat> well, you're a big group, aren't you? Hmm. Bigger than some, smaller than others. I suppose that's true. It's a, it's a good number. I suppose that's keep true. Keep us safe. Yes. He refuses to say anything until his ale glass is filled. He kind of licks his lips. You can tell he's maybe has more of a taste for the the drink than he uh, has the money to pay for it usually. So he's quite happy. You would, you would prefer an ale over. Uh... Free conduct pass from our good Mr. Hale here. Oh, perhaps a prayer for your soul. My soul would be fine, I, but uh, I'd rather warm my soul first, if you know what I mean there, Governor. Fair enough, fair enough. Ah. Innkeeper. Yes? Another ale for this gentleman. Just a moment. He goes back in the back. You can hear a couple of voices yelling at each other. Well, you got to put the fish in first. Uh, a little bit of an argument, and he'll come back out with a nice frosty mug of ale, and he'll say, here you are. Oh, it's for Archibald. Well, there you are, Archie. Finally got someone to pay for you. He'll uh, return, kind of scuffle back in there. He goes, I... I know the woman you mean, the traveler she was. I'll take a big yes. drink. Yes, yes. An English woman. I red as hair as red as the fire over there with eyes to match. She came riding through here. Two guns, two pistols out, yelling, freedom, freedom from the king. He takes another big drink. Rode right through town without even stopping, she did. Must have been, oh, two weeks ago. And by that time, his, uh, his mug, is, mug is drained. 
give me another beer and I'll tell you where she was headed. Mm. Yeah, sure. One more beer for the man here. Can I roll a psych? Let me roll psychology. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Zero one. How does okay. that uh, work for you? Okay. <laughs> so uh, he may have seen someone, but this is, I mean, obviously some uh, fabricated tale about a woman mm. coming in, waving two pistols, riding in the saddle and yelling about freedom. And mm -hmm. he's about to, you can tell he's just about to cook up another one, licking his lips, waiting for his ale to come. So he mentioned that she was um, um, British? In, uh, she, which is you correct. Guys, she's, she, yeah, yeah, she's yeah he was kind we of know half, she's English. half British. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's what Red Bond was asking for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it seems unlikely that she would be <laughs> yelling out. Uh, in Freedom support for the, of, of the yeah, rebels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. And so, yeah, I guess uh, just a quick thing too about uh, you know this time period. There is no like real America, so I mean, mm -hmm. most of these uh, you know the co colonials are you know probably still speak with a bit of an accent, even if they were mm -hmm. uh, you know born here. So they, yeah, yeah, many of them still consider themselves to be British citizens. So yeah, British isn't. Uh, Unusual. So Archie is it? Ah, I'm saying yeah. Miriam rode through, guns blazing. I headed for the gates of hell, she said, and he takes another big drink. Oh, yes, headed right she, through. Oh, there. Did she indeed? Oh yes, yes, yes. She looked like she was on a bit of a mission, if you know what I mean. Woke up with the fire in the belly, but I reckon you know about that. Finish a little bit more. Strange, no one else saw her. Oh, we may have. You know, maybe no one's willing to, uh, to tell the truth, like all Archie. I was, um, he kind of looks around. Why I was out there. Just on the other side of the road, she didn't actually pass through town, you see. And I uh, saw her on the path that runs over by the creek over yonder. Hellbent for leather, as they say. Her horse was frothing, sweating. I had to jump off the path or she would have rode me down. How about another ale? That's quite a story, Archie. Quite a story. But I know a teller of tales when I hear one. Oh? Well, bring me another ale. Perhaps I'll, I'll tell you one you like better. How about telling us one we like? <laughs> then you can drink the rest of the night through. Got a promise, Governor? Give the coins? Absolutely. You can trust the word of Red Bonnie. All right. And that's a zero two out of something out of 70 on my fast talk. 
Okay. <laughs> he I'm not is buying uh, him drinks for all night. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is sure you will, or at least the promise. Maybe he's had enough tonight that uh, <clears throat> he's willing to believe anything you say. But you you said the right thing to him, Red Bonnie. I said, all right, well, very well. There was a woman of that description, although I warn you, this tale is not interesting. It is not as interesting as the one I was telling. But I did see a woman pass through here about oh, two weeks ago. She was a traveler. Just stopped long enough to uh, change her horses, get a bit of supplies, and she rode on off. Bit peculiar. She rode off in the night. She didn't wish to stay. Work out by the stables, you see. So it's no wonder I was possibly the only one here who saw her that evening. Now, would you like to know what interesting things she left in the stables? Diamonds as big as your hands. I tell you what. Diamonds as big beer, as my hands, as but you don't have money hands, to buy your own large. drink. Yes, you couldn't hold them with one hand. Where are these diamonds of yours, Archie? Oh, I've spent them, you know, enriched myself. I'm afraid it's a bit of a failing of me that I uh, need to spend all my money here to fish and fin. <clears throat> yes, stables, you say. Stables. Just about that time as you're having this conversation, the um, the door to the fish and fin once again slams open, and the wind pours in, and everyone stops what they're doing and turns around, and there's a man standing there. He's a, a dark-skinned man in disheveled clothes, and he's yelling, "My boys! My boys!" God help me, you must help me. My boys, I've lost them. And uh, you know, people stand up to, uh, to go to him. He comes over to one of the benches and grabs someone's by his collar. They've run away, they've gone. You must help me. And uh, you know, they, someone throws a coat over and he closes the door and kind of pats him. He's in a uh, bit of a, bit of a, bit of a dander, a bit of excitement. There, it's hard to kind of get him to calm down. Uh, <clears throat> the bartender William Stacy brings over a steamy mug of something, and um, <clears throat> Archie complains, "Why does he get a free one?" Uh, you know, he sits there as everyone comes around and tells his tale. Are you guys going to stay for it, or are you going to to leave, or? No, no, of course. Let's hear the tale. Okay. You uh, never know. Gonna leave. What's that? <laughs> Red Bonnie's going to leave? Yeah. Wait, wait <laughs> Bonnie, wait. Uh, you never know. The tale's my tale. Okay. <clears throat> true enough. True enough. Why don't you stay, Veronica? I'll go have a look at the stable. Okay, let's do that. I'm going to, uh, on my way out, I'm going mm -hmm. to uh, uh, take the innkeeper aside briefly. 
Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give him money for one ale. <laughs> one, one more ale. Divide it into five. Fill them, fill them the rest of the way with water. And feed them to Archibald the rest of the night. Ah, well. Yes, yes, fine, fine, fine. He, uh, he takes your money and he kind of leans back in to hear the story. And um, out good, onto the night. Good news, um, King. Why, why, why don't you go with uh, Why don't you go with Bonnie? And I will stay here with Mercedes. Keep keep an eye on her. That's you, Gary. Oh, me? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was mute. Uh, yeah, I was actually going to. I was about to say. Um, I was gonna see when I see Red Body heading out. I will head out myself. Did I actually end up noticing people? Leaving yes. Or? Yes. I'm sorry with your uh, with your spot hitting. You didn't. Uh, you didn't notice anyone coming or not. I'm sorry I didn't get back to you, but you did see. Um, you just got a quicker look when uh, Calvin came bursting in. Sorry, I meant to uh, Calvin, which is about to the man who just came bursting in, who's about to reveal his name as Calvin Snow. I'm sorry, I meant to come back to that, but uh, nothing as far as spies and whatnot. You're sure okay, no one well, left for any reason. No one left. Yeah, acting suspicious. Yes, exactly. Um, exactly. Okay, I will head out and follow Red Bonnie. Sounds good. The two of you come out and uh, step into the cold again and uh, look around to the left. You can see a uh, <clears throat> some building that looks like the stable, sort of big varnish sort of thing. Begin trudging down the road. So, yeah, uh, yeah. sounds good. And Mercedes, you're staying with Veronica in to uh, listen to the man, is that right? Or do you have any other plans? I'll be glad to stay too. Okay, sounds good. So the man takes a long drought and uh, <clears throat> you can hear his voice is a little shaky. He's been, uh, he's been crying, you can see the tracks kind of uh, tears that are dampness that are on his face. It says, three days ago, my sons, Charlie and Jack, left home for Boston. The wagon broke down a few miles outside town here, and that was earlier in the day, so I sent Charlie to get some help with fixing the wheel. I stayed there with my younger boy, Jack. We did our best, but Charlie never came back. So, figured we'd find him on the way to Trenton. So Jack and I finally left the wagon where it was, and we come on in here. Before you knew it, there was a large squall of snow, though, that came down, as will in these winters. And we heard the sound of wolves, which was scary. We went quick, you know, but in our panic, get away from the wolves, I lost sight of me other son, Jack. And now I have no lads. I just came within sight of Trenton. And my boys are out there in the snow. I need help. Um, are you guys, where are you guys sitting? Are you like on the back of the crowd? Or are you like leaning in on the very front? Like, how are you? 
so we switched places, right? So uh, I guess it's, it's going to be closer to the entrance of the tavern. Okay. Yeah, as you probably had the discussion with uh, Red Bonnie and mm. um, Gideon as they went out, you're probably closer to the the entrance. It's just about where he was sitting. And as you kind of lean in and listen to his tale, you can um, you can detect the smell of alcohol as well on his uh, on his breath. But mm. then the cries go up. You know, we must find them. You know, they'll die out there in the cold. Come on, we need some search parties. And they get some um, some men begin to to gather, and some women grabbing coats and muskets and say, "Come on, you look hardy, you're fresh. Where are your friends?" And some people say they're, you know, "I'll go get the the doc. I'll go get the the doctor." People are rushing to and for, and uh, search parties are beginning to form. A group of people. Okay. You what do you, what do you say? What do you say? Um, should we go and help him find these kids? Maybe we can find some clues about uh, the whereabouts of our redhead. Um, I'm more inclined not to get involved with the locals' business, but. Uh, if you think we'll encounter more information about our person we're searching for, maybe it's a good idea. Well, you never know what we, you know, what clues can we find there, especially with more people. She got lost on the way out from Trenton to Boston. Maybe um, for Bibs, we'll, we're going to find a body. Who knows? I'll say let's go with them and let's see where, where, where is that search going to take us. I'll stay with you if you do that then. That's fine. All right. Already. We're going to help. We're here. Just excellent. Let us know excellent. What, what group should we go with? We need we need everyone we can get. And so while you're um while you're there, you know, people are gathering coats and you know, trying to, to fortify um, Mr. Snow with some more another drink for his uh, his courage and gathering lanterns and supplies. People, other people are running out in the streets. Let's go to uh, to Red Bonnie and Gideon at the uh, stables. It's not very far away, just a little bit up the street. Like I said, um, the lights are out at this time. They're, um, you know, they're not out all over the entire street. You pass a few houses or, you know, some some upstairs apartments above businesses and whatnot. It's not deep, dark night yet, but there's nothing on the stables. And there's no streetlights. And there are no streetlights, yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Too small for the lamplighters. Yeah, well, head towards the stables, I feel quite comfortable in the dark so what the, what is the what is the night is there is there like a snowstorm or a blizzard or on or anything like that it's biting cold right now and kind of windy right. okay. but it is uh there's no snow to be seen okay 
but we've just been traveling so we're still reasonably i mean still got yeah in our traveling clothes so yes uh, um, yes it was easy to grab so, those coats and throw them back on warm boots all that um check the door of the stable is is there is it unlocked or can we get in hello is there anyone here yeah you kind of uh out of the door a little bit it's um you know it has a big barn door but there's a a regular um you know human size or whatever door there in the front that you can also go in and yeah it's it's unlocked you go in a little piece of glass on the outside you can see there's no one no one there it appears to be um be an office of some sort little desk there with some papers i'll look for a lantern and light it let me do so fairly, fairly easily. Now I have a lantern on inside the office. Uh, you check here. I'll go check with the horses. No, I'll, I'll check with the horses. They'll probably make less. That's, That's what I meant to me. say. You are the <laughs> animal handler. You go check with the horses. I'll check here. <laughs> okay, Red Body. Let's get a uh, spot hidden. Oh, that's not good. Nope. Like to push it or spend a coin to find those extra clues. If I push it, I'm going to end up lighting. I'm going to end up setting the uh, the stables on fire. That sounds about um, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, yes, yes, um, I will, uh, having, having not seen anything initially, uh, I will heedlessly toss things about a little bit more, uh, at the very least making something of a mess and possibly accidentally tossing some flammable papers a little too close to the lantern. Maybe I didn't close the shutter, you know, the shutter's wide open, right? Mm -hmm. Maximum light. So accidentally toss something in, but I don't. Excellent. So you pass your spot hidden after you push it. I do normally. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Yes. The wind kind of whips around and your, your lantern flares dangerously, but you're, you're able to obviously realize what you're doing and close the, uh, the hood or you know the glass thing to keep it there and uh you're going through the the papers and most of them are you know just uh some ledgers as far as uh horses coming through one way or another and you uh you look down and uh about the couple weeks before the time frame that uh archie told you that he had seen you know the woman out there and uh it does indeed there seems to be a note um of some new supplies um being gotten at that point and a note of uh, a woman purchasing purchasing them so looks like his story checks out okay uh so how about you mr gideon sorry really quick Yes. Purchasing supplies, like, is there an inventory of what she, what she? Yeah, it was. 
yeah, yeah, it would have been um, some, you know, food for the horse, you know what I mean? Some, uh, some things like that to, uh, to keep it going. Um, and uh, some just traveling supplies that she may have okay. lost or whatever. Stuff, in order stuff, to get. That, stuff that she might use, stuff, just stuff that she would use for the road. Nothing it's, exactly. Run, stands run out as, okay. Yes, you got it. Gotcha. Mr. Gideon. Yes. So first I'll make sure the animals, when I go in, I'll make sure to move and not speak any of the animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then do some searching. Okay. Why don't you give me um the horses all kind of whinny and sort of uh you know shuffle around when you first come in. Why don't you give me uh an animal handling roll? Zero four. So that's an extreme oh, yeah. success on my Yeah, with some uh <clears throat> gentle words and perhaps a pat here or there. You know, they, they settle down as if uh and go back to sleep as if you know they're in they're in their mother's arms so um you said some searching what is it you're kind of doing well, the search or looking we for would, when we uh, were walking over over hopefully red bonnie told me that there may be stuff that she left behind sure sure yeah Okay. Just look so, for things that may be hidden inside the stable, the stalls. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I imagine you're going to be lighting a lantern as well, as it will be darker in here than outside with the uh, lack yep. of windows and whatnot. Yeah. So um, give me a spot hidden. Okay, I rolled a twenty, so that's a hard success. A hard success. Okay, um, so you search uh, thoroughly, and uh, I'm afraid to say it, it, you are certain there's nothing here that you can find uh, that is a uh, that was left over from from Miriam. Nothing that you can tell from Henry Jones or uh, anything like that. She didn't leave anything behind. Okay, I'll head if she back. was here. Okay, I'll meet up. Back in the office then. Sounds good. Two of you are now there in the office and you can begin to hear a ruckus up the road and uh, at the fish and fin and see some people starting to come out. Some of them running up the streets. Some um, looks like a few lanterns and a gathering of people. And you amongst them, you can see your friends, um, <clears throat> Veronica and Mercedes. That, my what? friend, is a search party. Indeed, maybe we should go and help. Or maybe we should stay in the inn where it's nice and warm. If you wish, I'll go and help. And perhaps quieter. Probably good to have a set of eyes back here, but I will help if they are, if anybody's lost i may have a good chance of tracking them and i'll head towards the party okay so you come on out and uh go to join the group you see um veronica and mercedes you see him walking 
uh, or I, I Gideon walking up the street, and yeah. you see uh, Red Bonnie step out of the building behind him. And um, <laughs> which direction are you going, Red Bonnie? The opposite or towards the party? It's up to you. Uh, what do they see? I, I will. I will wave and <laughs> very distinctly head directly back to the inn. <laughs> The end being well, the Fish and Fin Tavern is where you've been. That's what I'm. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, I well, assumed that's... that was an inn as well. Was that wrong? Ah, no, it, it's it's just a tavern. There there is an inn in oh. town, but uh, okay. th- that also I'm not sure if this was your idea or not, but that is where everyone is sort of pouring out of. So if you head back to the Fish and Fin Tavern, you'll be heading towards them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll go back to the tavern. Gotcha. Um, but past the, I guess this is the, the key thing. Once you get there, do you mean to go past and into the tavern, or are you going to stay and chat with your friends and the groups? Uh, no, I'm headed to headed back to the tavern. Okay. So you see your friend uh, Red Bonnie come along. He, uh, as you come to the door, Red Bonnie, uh, the the owner, William Stacy comes and sort of almost collides with you and says, what's that you're doing? There's, there's a couple boys gone missing. Yes, I, so I, I heard something about that and came in. We're all going looking for him. You can't stay here. Ah. Come along, man. Goes to join uh, the group, <clears throat> locks the door behind him, gives you a look. I give him a look. Okay, very well. Very well. So there, um, <clears throat> yeah, so there is sort of one large group that is preparing to go out. Um, yeah. Calvin is near the front. Uh, Veronica is on one side. Mercedes is right there, too, kind of chatting with them about where to go. Veronica naturally taking charge as the officer that she is, right? Um, and that is correct. Yes. You have, Gideon, yep, you have Gideon coming up and Red Bonnie there kind of behind you and everyone seems to want to go. Everyone else that is. Well, not everyone. All right, people, yes. let's start moving. <laughs> We're not getting any younger. Okay. Everyone starts uh, going up there. I imagine Mercedes, you and Gideon, who were there with them, are, are staying with the crowd? Um, yeah, we'll stay with them. Okay. Yeah, I so, want to find out where exactly these kids disappeared from, so to be able to track them. So yeah, heading out, I want to be at the front of the group. Sounds good. So you can be with uh, also with your friends and Calvin. Calvin's leading you all back to uh, <clears throat> back down the path. And several people look over their shoulder at Red Bonnie and give squints and huffs and turn around as they leave. <laughs> Red Bonnie, you're left standing there in front of the tavern. What? Uh, how would you like to proceed? Oh, at this point, I'm going with them. Oh, you are? Okay. 
Yeah, I'm just going to hang, back, hang in the pressure. back of the group and, and, and go grudging. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So everyone else is in front of the crowd. You're in the back of the crowd, right? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> well, come on. What's everyone waiting for? Let's go find these boys. <sighs> come on up there up front. Pick up the pace. So, off it's not getting any warmer. Let's go faster. It's like a search party, and we all have sticks and stuff like that. And I guess, right? Right. Yeah, you have. Well, I mean, some people have, you know, muskets and stuff. Um, oh um, yeah, yeah. We're taking our guns for sure. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's you know, like I said, some other people have kind of uh, pulled off and whatnot. There's. You know, roughly 10 or 11 of you, 12 or something as a group total. And other people are kind of, you know, waking up and trying to get people ready for what happens when the boys come back and maybe come out after you or whatever. So off you go. Lanterns, like you said, sticks and muskets and stuff. And you're trudging through the, uh, <clears throat> the cold, wet evening um, as you go. Uh, Red Bonnie <laughs> chiding you all from the rear. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. About in, uh, in, in, as annoy, in as an annoying and obnoxious way possible. <laughs> nice. Nice. So you get about three and a half miles out there, you know, um, takes the better part of an hour through the kind of muddy and cold and whatnot uh, trek. And, um, you get to an area, um, and Calvin is like, it was right here. This is where the squall hit. It was, it was right here. It was, um, um, <clears throat> yeah, this, this, is, this is, the wolves were, were, were howling right over there. And, and um, yeah, this, is, this is where I lost my boys. This is, this is where I lost Jack. Okay. At this, at this point, while he's talking, I'm going to wander away for a group and let my eyes adjust to the dark. Again. Okay. Keep keep out of the light and start basically once my eyes adjusted. I want to listen and um, start looking around the ground for tracks. Okay. Sounds good. Um. So, uh, why don't you give me a, uh, a track roll? Um, did you say you took a lantern with you or you're, no, no, you're no, no, not... I want okay. to, I want to stay in the dark. I don't want to be in the light because it'll be easy for me to follow tracks. Gotcha. Without gotcha. too much light and keep my eyes adjusted. So, uh, my track, I got a hard success. Okay. Uh, I'm still going to have to, I think, in the dark, give you a penalty dice like that right there. It's, uh, you stepped into the, um... Okay, that ends up being a normal success. Okay, that's fine then. Yeah, so you're able to, while everyone's back there talking, um, you can see that, um, uh, a couple of tracks head off, uh, in one direction, and, um, uh, a smaller set of tracks 
head off just off the side of the uh, the road there. And Mercedes and Veronica, as you're there, kind of next to Calvin and talking to him, um, you guys make me psychology rolls? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to ask for. Mm -hmm. Because you mentioned he was drunk. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, I didn't pass. I failed psychology pretty badly. Okay, okay. But can I burn luck? You, if you want to use a coin, you can certainly burn luck. How many coins do I have? You, six. you have the player pool of six. Don't do it. Red <laughs> <laughs> body from the back has stopped shouting, and now she's whispering in your ear. No, I, I will skip it for now. I'll okay. try later. So um, uh, question for the keeper. Yes. How much snow is there on the ground here? You said there was no snow in Trenton. How much snow is there here? It's an excellent question. There doesn't seem to be much snow at all. In fact, you would <clears> even <throat> say there is just kind of frost and no snow at all. That's what I thought. Yeah. Good, sir. Calvin. This blizzard of yours a short time ago. Where did all the snow go, sir? Cowan's like, well, it, 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 it was, it was, this is where I lost Jack. It was right here. And, and now it's, it's pretty much obvious to all that Calvin is having, he's having some trouble keeping his details straight um, from his story. He's like, it was, it was, it came that way. We got here and got separated from Jack. And, you know, I it tripped over there and there's wolves and I went down the path. This is why I lost almost my boy. Like you wanted, almost like you wanted to separate. You got separated from your son, just like you wanted to separate all these good people from the city of Trenton. Calvin pauses for a second, and there's a hush that falls over the crowd. And he leaps at you <laughs> with both his hands. It's my boy! My boy! Uh... He's going to try to take a swing at you for this one as people try to grab him uh, I, nearby. I get a hard success on dodge. On dodge, yeah. 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 So he... Um, he got a hard success as well. But since you are dodging, yeah, you're able to sort of... He just kind of knocks off your hat a little bit as you kind of step back. He's like, it's talking about my boys. What do you mean? And uh, everyone's kind of, or a group of people are kind of holding him back. And now there's no call for that. There's no call for that. And it's easy, easy. Now Bonnie is uh, getting more of the looks. And why do you have to go and say something like that? <laughs> because it's clearly true. Man says he lost his sons in a blizzard. But where is the blizzard? Uh, maybe, maybe he was just too drunk, Bonnie. Give the old man a break. Lizard was in his head, of course. <laughs> Excellent thinking, Veronica. I, I, I giving I giving a hard look, you know, not not to Bonnie, but to to this guy who lost two kids. To Calvin. Yeah, Calvin. Yeah. A hard like angry look. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe you were 
maybe you were too drunk to notice what happened to your voice and you just came up with this blizzard story why don't you tell us more details and uh, can i roll another psychology uh, yeah you should sure when i say that kind of absolutely pushing him a little bit exactly the same role that i had before and that's uh, <laughs> that's a failure again yeah yeah well those coins are just sitting there waiting to be used man <laughs> yeah, who, who knows what you might find steve <laughs> yes while this is going on can i sort of motion someone to with a light to come closer um, and then basically, because I want to start tracking these tracks, following them. Yeah, in fact, there is kind of a bit of an argument and whatnot, as you've heard, going going on over there. And, you know, you found these tracks earlier. And uh, when you mm -hmm. motion someone over, um, yeah. it's, okay. yeah, uh, yeah, William Stacy. Yeah, yeah, he calls out, kind of separating or breaking up the ruckus, says, here, there's tracks. There's tracks here. And, uh, Tell them all to stay over. back a bit so I can follow, follow them. I don't need everybody stomping over them. Okay. You've got tracks going in two directions. Well, three, actually, because you can see where, where Calvin has been heading off to, uh, to Trenton. Then you've got a, a small set that is um, heading off smaller than, than Calvin's and then uh, a pair that's coming from an opposite direction. So a pair of tra animal tracks or? The, a pair of meaning uh, a larger and smaller. Since you, uh, since you made your tracking roll, you can tell that, uh, you know, the ones that separate Calvin and uh, the smaller one were the ones that are coming from the opposite direction. Okay, so it's like the ones set is them coming in and then Calvin's gone one way and his kid's gone another. That's what you uh, discern. Okay, I'll start following the smaller set. Okay, okay. Someone says, wait, 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 wait a minute. We got, we got two sets. You know, we, we got a. That's Calvin's going to town. That's where they came from. We go this way. And then what about his other boy, Charlie? And they, they talk for a while and. Uh, a group of them wants to go, you know, um, up towards uh, to follow the wagon and see if they can find Charlie. But uh, after some wrangling, your group, um, along with uh, Calvin and William Stacy, the bartender, um, kind of have decided to go follow Gideon. Unless the the rest of you, someone wants to go up for the um, for the other tracks. Meaning the other tracks, meaning backtracking the wagon. Yes. There's two boys lost, right? And so the other yep, group okay. thinks they're going to go back to the wagon, figure out what happened to it, and uh, look for the other boy. And then Gideon wants to follow this smaller set of tracks right here. So I was assuming, I was assuming, but I don't have to. It doesn't have to be that way, obviously, that you were all going to stick together. I don't know why you would assume that. I, I know, I know, especially after the, um, <laughs> the <owl> group. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna follow these tracks and see if I find this boy. I mean, what do you okay. guys want to do? I'll go with the townies back to find the wagon. Okay. 
I'm going with the townies toward the wagon. Okay. And then we've got Gideon and Veronica, where are you going? You sticking with Calvin and uh Well Gideon we're... Gideon's following his small tracks, right? I'm sorry, I meant Veronica. Right, why don't you go with Gideon, Veronica? I was muted all this time. So <laughs> uh, I'll go with Gideon. Um uh, Yeah, I'll I'll go with Gideon. I will meet again. Yeah. Okay. Sounds cover good. More, cover more terrain between the four of us because I don't sure. trust locals to do anything. <laughs> Same. Sounds good. So then there's a the smaller group, um, Gideon, Veronica, William, the owner, and Calvin are going after the smaller tracks. And then uh, Red Bonnie, Mercedes, and uh, a few other men. Let me see. Four, five, six, <laughs> about five other men are uh, going up toward following backtracking towards the wagon. So um, why don't we stick with the larger group first, going towards the wagon? Um, so it's about, um, you know, 20 minutes or so, kind of up the, the, the cold trail, and uh, you reach a wagon that has been uh sort of one end of it is tipped over and uh sure enough the axle is broken and the wheel is uh laying on the ground as it uh as it shows up the other men are hey, there it is and they um you know we're kind of going and taking a look and seeing what's there any interest looking yourselves uh yes okay i have no tracking ability but i will check out the wagon mm -hmm. just because I, I don't trust this dude yeah <laughs> at all well you guys can both make spot hidden anymore. how about that yeah <clears throat> mercedes and red bonnie both okay. i'm curious was the does it look like the wagon was really broken in an accident or was it intentional <clears throat> Okay. But it's very cold out here. I spot nothing. I'm <laughs> shivering too much. Oh, so you failed your spot? Gotcha. Yes, I did. I got a six on spot hidden, and nine is the smallest number. Nice, nice. So, um, <clears throat> so that's an extreme success then. Perfect. So, uh, Red Bonnie, yeah, you're climbing on the wagon, kind of looking around and seeing. You know, it's you wind up just kind of going through a few chests. You find some uh, some rum that's being delivered, maybe a couple sacks up there. And while he's doing that, I'll take a bottle of the rum. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Maybe two. <laughs> it's a big jacket you have, a big winter coat. So uh, yeah, I'm sure you have pockets. But Mercedes kind of is uh, is standing there, kind of looking at you. And as you look down. Mercedes, you actually see um, a torn scrap of clothing that's on there, a couple of them, and um, some uh, a little bit of blood that is there, sort of on the corner where the wagon has fallen over. 
Hey, um, hmm. hey Red, take a look at this. Glug. And I point it out. Glug. Oh, what? What did you? <clears throat> did you find something, Lucy? Yeah, there there are clothing shards and blood here. Okay. Is it you like see blood this? from like being thrown from the wagon or sorry, is it is it like on the wagon or near the what's the sorry yeah, it's kind of splashed. As you could bring the um you know, there are deep ruts and they're kind of frozen at this time. You know, there's um you can see that it is splashed on the wood and there's a, a scrap of clothing that is uh, kind of caught underneath there and um some splashed on the wood itself from the corner as well as a little bit that is laying on kind of on top of the frozen ground that is uh hasn't seeped back into you know the the hard ground just yet so it's kind of there at that so area okay so there's blood on the wagon and on the ground yes yes okay so clearly they weren't thrown so the interpretation then they were not they were Something caused them to bleed while on the wagon, and then they left the wagon. Not that they were just thrown from the wagon and then started bleeding. Right, hmm. right. What do you make of this, Mercedes? I can't tell what might have happened. This is the boy's clothing. Was the boy attracted by Calvin? Beaten for some transgression? Uh, yeah, no idea. Shot by Indians? <laughs> As you're... Go ahead. Nope, I, I got nothing more. Okay. <laughs> As you're standing there kind of puzzling over this, uh, you know, someone comes up and puzzles a little bit. But uh, before they can say much, someone else calls out kind of off to the other side and says, I've got some tracks. I've got some young tracks. And uh, he calls people over and they appear to be sort of um, not on the road or the trail so much as kind of off to the side. And uh, there's a bit of an argument about well, why would they be over here? I mean, look, the, the wagon's there. The way to town is over there. And uh, one person says, well, look, it is. But if you cut off here straight through, you can cut off the trail and get to the town quicker. So maybe he was trying to do that. On well, any event. We've got some trails, but look at this too. And over on the other side next to it are um, some paw prints. Kind of in a group. Paw prints like wolf prints or raccoon prints? Uh, too big to be raccoons. Or badgers. How about a natural world? Squirrels? Squirrels could be. 
could be. I'm being Maybe. optimistic. Jim <laughs> <laughs> is giving you a hard time. Jeez. I know. I know very little of the natural world. <laughs> if they were perhaps whale prints or uh, narwhal prints, you know exactly what it was. <clears throat> Fur seals. Fur seals. How about you, Mercedes? Are you able to tell? Do you can you make a natural roll for me? natural world roll for me, please? Oh, I didn't know I had that. Okay, yeah, let's. You have it at least at, at the base amount. I don't know what that is, though. Uh, base for natural world is 20. Oh, I pass. I have a 60. Great. Great job. So then uh, what kind of success was it? I have a 500. Oh, a zero, zero, 50, five. 50 out of 60. Well, if it's five zero zero, that's a five zero zero five out of sixty. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's yeah, even. It's, it's a five, and the what the smallest oh, number nice. is a twelve. So that's, you got yeah. extreme success. An extreme success. So that's very good roll, even better. So yeah, red bonnies. He's they're uh, running down the list, similar to what he just was. You know, perhaps a raccoon. Oh, maybe a, a large squirrel. Maybe. Do you think? And you look down, Mercedes, and you're just like, oh, Red Bonnie, those are canine. It's a large dog or a wolf. And you look down, and you're, you're pointing at it. It's like, do you see how the toes are splayed? It's too big to be a raccoon. And you go on to a little bit of a lecture. It's definitely a large canine. And everyone else is coming over to, to hear you um, explain the differences of uh, nighttime animals. <laughs> you all not. How you can see are them. they are they are the wolf prints headed in the same direction as the boy prints? They are. They are. Well, if we go this way, we'll no doubt find his body or what's left of him after being attacked by these wolves. Okay. So you folks, but before you leave, so, so one of one of the Trentoners said that this was like a going that way was like a shortcut to get to Trenton. Right. It it looks like to Other him than, because yeah. Does does so, that so I do I I I do have some navigation. Does that jive? Does that make sense? Is that yeah. any vaguely Trentonish direction? Yeah, I'm not even gonna to make you roll because you can tell. I mean, as you come down the road, right? It's um, it's like you're on one side of a V, basically, you know. And you come down, and the prints are kind of going off at a little bit of an angle, but with the way the road twisted, they're they're going, you know, they're not heading kind of away from town or to the side of town or anything. They're heading generally towards the direction of town, so it would be easy to make the assumption that. Uh, that fellow made. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Let's go this way. Okay. Um, there's a discussion amongst some of that group about uh, now how people are splitting off of the road and going that way about uh, someone should go back to um, the town and uh, so that they, when they get the wagons or, you know, whatever, when they send out uh, more relief, they'll know where to come. So a couple of people uh, 
break off from your your group a couple of the younger boy and a girl kind of uh go jogging back down the road and so it's the two of you with um a pair of other um townsfolk at this point <clears throat> and away you go um can i get tracking rolls from the two of you Yeah, my track doesn't have anything in it. I got a 66. I don't have any numbers. You rolled a 66. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So that means on uh, this on the sheet, there should be a, a number that's like a base number. It'll say tracking. 10. And then base 10. Tracking base track is 10. Is 10. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a fail. Then. How about you, Red Bonnie? Uh, no, I am just as bad at tracking. Uh, I am secretly glad that Mercedes is not as great at everything as I may thought she was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, leave I will that allow there some of now. the townsfolk to lead. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go. Um, let's go back to the other group. Get in. Veronica, there you yes. are going along with uh, William and Calvin. Gideon, you're there in the lead. Yep. Following the uh, younger man's tracks. and uh, I will keep pushing this guy and, and tell him, I still feel like you are not telling us the whole tale here. <laughs> tell us what exactly happened. We will be able to find your kids faster. That sounds like a and intimidate to me. Is that the way you're saying it? I am. Okay. But let's see if I have intimidate. Okay. William, the bartender, is not taking very kindly to that. I'll say that on the, the offsite. But let's see if you're able to get him to talk by making him feel small, by ganging up on the poor, inebriated man. <laughs> who's just lost his kids oh yeah i have intimidate oh uh, yeah yeah he lost him because he was drunk so i have no authority <laughs> yeah. for him no compassion no. i have a uh, 36 out of 60. okay great so yeah so calvin is as you're kind of going along right next to him, kind of you keep saying things to him and Calvin's head's kind of darting side to side and kind of down and back and forth. And uh, uh, and he finally, he, he just stops and drops on his knees and Williams, William steps up and says, why don't you just lay off? And Calvin's like, it's my boys. It's okay. I had been drinking before, all right? I was drinking before we got and the wagon, it's all my fault. I wrecked the wagon. I missed the wreck when I was drinking. And he, he's just, uh, he's going on about how he was at fault for, for wrecking the wagon. And, and, mm. and my boys are gone and you won't, I, I can't tell you anything. I've told you everything. He's just weeping uncontrollably. And can, William can, is, can, I, can I make another psychology roll here? You absolutely can. And you can go four, ahead and make one. Finally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't need to. So yeah, this is this is a confused and sorrowful man. He feels like he's finally he 
you can tell he's finally let sort of a weight off his shoulders by trying to tell you about the wagon and confessing, though he feels terrible. You know, he feels like this is all his fault and he was drinking before he told you, but he's he's legitimately sorrowful and worried about his kids. He's maybe just not okay. dad of the year. In, in, that, in that case, I will put a, a hand on over, over his shoulder and say, calm down, calm down. We're, we're going to find him. That's why we got the whole town here looking for them. All right. And you got our, we got ourselves here, a hell of a tracker, uh, Mr. King. So don't you worry. We're going to find him. So he kind of breaks down and he's, um, uh, night off. <laughs> it's a cold night, but we're going to make it. Uh, excuse me one second, guys. I'm sorry. I got a cat thing. Mm. Mm. Go. Sorry, very unpredictable. Um, decided <laughs> to stop causing a ruckus, but not to leave. So, uh, so yeah, as you're doing that, it's going to take a little while for you and uh, you know William's still a little bit upset with you, but the two of you are calming him down. He's literally collapsed on his knees and you know almost cold up in a ball there. Uh, Gideon, you continue mm-hmm. on. With, uh, yeah, I'm ignoring all of this. I'm ignoring all of this mm-hmm. ruckus behind me. Okay, very good, very good. Not even slowing down. Okay, so yeah, after a little while, you sort of uh, step away, and the tall grass, you know, the trees kind of separate, and you hear kind of uh, the trickle of a stream ahead, and uh, just beyond it, on the other side, you can tell you hear. A voice. This her. This her. Here, boy. This It's kind of uh, a little ways okay. away. I will start heading towards the voice. Okay. And I'll call out hello. doesn't take very very long for you you've left uh your friends behind kind of back there uh behind you but uh you reach the stream and uh your calls it's uh it's kind of too wide to jump across but it's really more of a creek than a stream you'd have to wait it one way or another and it's uh it looks pretty cold but on the other side uh walking up to you to an answer to your calls is uh, one of the people that was that met you and helped guide you into the town. Um, Living Senha, the uh, the Quaker preacher. He says, oh, hello, there you are again. Have have you seen my dog out? Your dog? Yes, yes, she's she's about this tall she's um sort of white face sort of uh uh, uh you know dark dark fur and i i took her on a walk and she got away from me i i, I haven't seen her a little worried about biffer we are currently looking for a lost child lost lost child that's yes. terrible I thought you were on your way way to Trenton. Didn't you ever make it to town? 
Yeah, we came back from town. Um, we came out because a wagon overturned and a child has, oh, two children have lost, uh, got lost here. One seems to have come this way. Have you not seen or heard anything? No. No, I, not I. Um, like um, I said, I'm just, I'm out looking for my dog. Okay. I, is he telling the truth? Why don't you uh, give me some psychology role there? No, 20 fail. Okay. Um, well, maybe you can help. Do you know this area well? I, I will say this. Um, trying to figure out whether he's telling the truth or not. He, he like the, the people who met you on the road were, were all, you know, friendly people. And he did say he had to leave to go walk his dog. Oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah. yeah. But, so, you know, you can make your own surmise whether, well, about what else he's doing here, if you want to. Um, just wait, where, mm -hmm. where did you, where exactly did he, your dog wander off from? Well, and he points back kind of from the way he was, uh, he was coming. I live over a piece beyond there. He's, I've been looking. I, I, he doesn't usually, or she doesn't usually stay out for this long when she gets off the leash. Uh, but it, yeah, I've been, I came from that direction. And I'm not sure where she went now. Which direction did she head off in? Well, I think she's over in here. And he kind of points, you know, along the, uh, the creek and, well, the direction he was going when he, and kind of walked up towards where we were coming. Well, it looks like now that you're here, it looks like the uh, the um, the feet um, go into the stream. So the footprints went into the stream. Yes. Okay, I'll start heading towards the stream. Um, I'll motion them. I, I have you on the bank of one side and him being on the other side over yep. there. Uh, oh, so I'm at the point where they go into the stream. Yes. Can you see any prints coming out that side? Uh, I ask him. Yeah, he looks down, um, kind of back and forth, and uh, nope. That will not find anything. It's like, no, no, sorry. If we find my dog, we can, we can see if she can smell. Do you have something? Have something she could smell of the uh, boys? Uh, the father will. He's back there, and I'll motion behind me. Um, okay. I'm gonna head. Um, which way is the stream heading towards? Is it heading towards the township or away from the township? The actual direction of the water. Right. So it's kind of, um, um, it kind of turns, but it seems to come from like at an angle away from it. You know, I mean, it's not like perpendicular to it, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's, if, if you were going to look on that map, it would be heading kind of from the western side to um, 
kind of up and pass somewhere above the town on the northern side, right? So it's at an at an angle that would kind of cut off a corner. Okay. Um, because I was just trying to think in terms of I may want to, I mean, it's not a fast flying. I may head upstream a little bit to see if I can see any extra prints. And basically, I am not only am I now looking for tracks, I want to listen for noises like either the dog or other animals moving around. So I want to be as quiet as possible. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, by what I can tell from my character, he's very much at one with the forest. He likes these sort of environments. So yeah. being quiet, I want to listen for animal noise, for anything out of the ordinary, you know, the dog, maybe the kids found the dog or the dog smelt the kid and has gone into that direction. So that's my general feeling. So I'm heading off in the direction he thinks the dog went. Okay. Uh, for narrative convenience, why don't we say that uh, Veronica and William have gotten Calvin kind of calmed down and they've uh, kind of arrived here at this spot as you start uh, to to go the other way. And we'll uh, okay. leave you there and mm -hmm. skip right. over to the other group. Did you want to do something right away, Randall? No, is that just okay. wanted to, to remember the name of the guy that, that is with us right now. Calvin is the guy who lost the son. Yeah, no, the, the one with the, the, looking for the dog. Right. Oh, that guy? Yeah. Um, that's Livingston Hop. Livingston. Livingston. Livingston, yeah. Yeah. He was one of the guys you met, one of the people you mm. met on the yeah. way in town. Yeah, that helped us to get here. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's get back to Red Bonnie and Mercedes. Um, as you head on out. Um, as you're going, you know, um, it's, it's cold nights, chilly air, and you're, you're kind of near each other, and um, the men have kind of gone ahead of you a little bit. You can hear them kind of grumbling amongst themselves and looking back, that damn red body, I don't know. He's like, no, no, we, we need all the help we can get. And, you know, you know his, his friend there, she's very helpful, so, you know, it's... Uh, Let's, let's give them a try. He's like, all right, all right. Just kind of grumbling as they're, uh, as they're on. Did the two of you make track rolls last? I know we had a, uh, it was a spot hidden or it was a natural world to tell about the, uh, the, the yeah, prints. Yeah, we, we both failed our tracking. Both failed. Neither track. of us are trackers. Gotcha, gotcha. So, and I rolled for these guys. So, um, so yeah, you're kind of going along, and every once in a while, you know, one of them will um, <clears throat> look down, and uh, they'll kind of you see them kind of talking amongst themselves, and then they'll kind of, you know, point on ahead and uh, um, go a little farther. Then they'll stop, and one of them will kind of look off to one side and kind of point there, kind of argue a little bit, and the other one will say, no, 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 this is it. I know this is the way. You know, they headed this direction. 
and they're going right here. And there's a little bit of an argument. And they, um, <clears throat> anyway, are you guys going to interpose or say anything or just let them argue and continue to lead you on? Um, I, I still don't know any better. Okay. <laughs> okay. How yeah, about you, Mercedes? We're just following along. Okay. Okay. So eventually, as I you will, go on, I will surreptitiously offer Mercedes some of my rum. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she takes it. Nice. Nice. Well done. So after going for kind of quite a while, and uh, perhaps backtracking across, you're not quite sure. Um, as they, there's two men left, and they're they're insisting they're on the right way. You come up to um, a stream yourself. You can hear have kind of a little bit of a a drop off, and down below you is a um, you know just about three feet or something, and down below you is a stream running from left to right. And at this point, the two are getting into a big argument. It's like, there's no way you came. I mean, look around over here. This is muddy ground, and it drops over there. And there's no way he came this way. And the other one's like, no, I'm, look at the rocks down there. We'd never know if you went in the water. It's like, and the, the two of them are just arguing. And one of them, you know, just throws his gun down. It's like, I'm going back that way where we came from because I know that's where the tracks are, and I'm going to pick them up right there. And the other one says, you go that way if you want to, Charles Brown. I tell you, I'm going across here. Red Bonnie, Mercedes and I, we're all going across here. And we're going to find that boy. And we tell his daddy that you left us. And he's like, ah, oh, shut up. So are, we still headed in the, are we still headed in a generally Trenton-ish direction? Or have we um, just completely circled around God only knows where? Yeah, you were uh, just letting these guys lead you. And so you can, uh, but there are stars and you do have navigate. So why don't you, uh, now that you're stopping to think about it a bit, why don't you uh, see if you can figure out where you are? I do successfully navigate. Okay. Yes, if anything, you think you've gotten farther away from where you were from the town. Away you don't think you're. Yes, away from the town. Perhaps a northerly direction, more parallelish to the town, something like that. Okay. If you had to guess, yeah, you're the road's over there somewhere, and town is back that way, and you're over here, you know, so to speak. Um, is there any evidence of a reason to follow one of these dudes versus the other at this point? Uh, you could make. A uh, spot hidden, and if you want to look at the tracks for evidence, uh, yes, normal success on spot hidden. Okay, so uh, you are not able to find anything there, but as you kind of um, start going sort of backwards and forwards, one of the guys has gone backwards the other guy has already splashed across the cold stream and uh gideon 
you hear some arguing voices farther up the stream uh, as you're backtracking down. And you can uh, recognize the voice of uh, your friend Red Bonnie and Mercedes as they are um, discussing whether they should follow one or the other. And I think that's a good place to leave it right there. <laughs>